Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay on Thursday, March the 23rd. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. Our top story today is that a video showing a group of young people hurling racist abuse at two girls in the centre of Maidstone has gone viral. The sisters who have Nepalese heritage were targeted outside Primark on Week Street. This isn't easy listening, but this is some of what happened. Are you racist? What the did you say? Say it again! What did you say? Say it again! Say it again! Look at you! Look at you! Yeah, pass me a wipe, you fun! Pass me a wipe, you fun! Look at you! Look at you! Ching, ching, chong! Look at you! I'm fine as. I'm fine as. Listen, you're more, you're more black than my. What comes out my? Musician Kanti Garung was one of the girls targeted. Her dad was a Gurkha soldier and she's described what happened as horrible. Now, the 23-year-old has said how the girls told them to go back to their country. She says she's British and has every right to be here. Kanti went on to say that Kent is becoming one of the most diverse counties, yet we have to face this kind of racism. It's understood no one tried to help the girls either. We have asked police for more information. Kent Online News. Other top stories for you today and a drug dealers starting more than five years in prison after police dismantled a county line network operating out of a flat in Swanley. Enoch Banger was arrested when officers found heroin, crack cocaine and thousands of pounds during a raid at his home last September. The 28-year-old from Sycamore Drive pleaded guilty in court. A Kent police officer's been sacked after groping a female colleague at a work Christmas party. We're unable to name the PC who targeted the victim at a bar during an event in Maidstone in 2021. He's been found guilty of gross misconduct and dismissed without notice. Meantime, a Kent police officer's due in court today, accused of using his position to pursue an inappropriate relationship with a witness in a case. PC Matthew Peel is based in Canterbury and has been charged with misconduct in a public office. It's alleged to have happened in 2019 and the 45-year-old is expected at Westminster Magistrates. A dispersal orders in force in Chatham as Police try to crack down on antisocial behaviour. Officers will have the power to stop troublemakers and move them out of the town centre. They could be arrested if they return and the order lasts until tomorrow afternoon. Now, we've got reaction today after Boris Johnson spent three hours defending his actions over lockdown parties in Downing Street. A committee of MPs questioned the former Prime Minister yesterday over whether he lied to Parliament about knowing he broke the rules. If they find that he did deliberately mislead them, then he could be suspended from the Commons or face a by-election. Well, let's hear first from sitting Bourne and Sheppey MP Gordon Henderson, who's been speaking to Jamie Levy. I haven't had any contact with Boris Johnson. I've actually watched a bit of that uh, uh, that uh, fiasco, in my view, that's going on. It's quite clear to me that the members of uh, that uh, committee uh, are biased against him from the word go. And uh, He's putting up, from what I've seen, he's putting up a very sound case as to why what happened had happened. I, I, I don't believe he lied to Parliament uh, in in that instant, and uh, and I'm 
uh, I, I wouldn't like to say that I'm confident he he will be uh, he will be cleared because I, I think people have already made up their mind on that committee what they're going to do. And I mean, if he is found to have recklessly misled Parliament, um, what do you think should happen? Well, we will get a we will get a vote in Parliament. Members of Parliament in vote will we'll be able to vote. And I can tell you here and now that I will vote uh, to, to to clear him because I think he's been I think he's been unfairly treated in this instance. I, you know, that what went on three, two years ago should not have happened. But I don't think, and we've been through that. that let's get past that. What we're talking about here is an allegation that he misled Parliament. I don't think he knowingly did. He's already admitted he did mislead them, but he was, it was only because he was given assurance that everything was was okay. Well, I mean, as as far as the parliamentary process goes, um, you would vote to clear him, even though it's you know the, the committee is sort of a, a, a bi-party well, thing, and and it's kind of non-biased in a way. Well, I, I think anybody that uh, has looked at the uh, uh, looked at the the, the the true facts. I mean, you have to bear. You have to ask yourself, why are they even bothering? Why are they doing it? You know, they're only doing it because they want to get rid of him, and they want to get rid of him because uh, they fear that he might come back. Um, and that's the that's the that's what that's my opinion. Now you might not agree, and people might not agree, but you know I'm entitled to my opinion, the same as you and other people are entitled to their opinion. And this is what South Thanet MP Craig McKinley had to say. I've just seen Boris actually in the lobbies. I've just been in the voting lobbies with him. He's hot-footed down from that committee. And it will be what it will be. But, you know, I've had concerns that, you know, I've faced legal action before. As you know, I had 11 weeks in court. I knew there was an independent judge and an independent jury. I have some concerns about the way this is constructed because this is a political field. Um, I think people will split along party political lines, which I think is sad, rather than really looking at the issues themselves. But I did read Boris's 52-page statement yesterday. There was a heat of battle going on during the, the COVID wars and, and all of that that was going on in Downing Street. They were working hard. If there was a drink, I don't know, do we really? Can we really, all of us, say hand on heart that if you had a leaving do and you had to be at work, that you didn't have a slice of cake with someone? If anyone can say that absolutely and completely, well, OK, they may have something to say. But I, I, what I saw there... Yeah, I know it's the place that was setting the rules so they should lead by example and all that. But that's not what this is about. This is about did Boris recklessly mislead Parliament? And that's a fairly high bar. And I hope they consider the evidence very carefully. But no matter what that committee does, it will come to the floor of House for us MPs to vote on. And lo and behold, I bet that will split on party lines, which is, is pretty sad, which should be you know, a natural justice court with quasi-judicial duty. Kent Online reports. Tributes are being paid today to the man behind one of Kent's biggest pub chains who's died at the age of 87. Frank Thorley set up Thorley Taverns in 1971 and the company now runs 18 pubs across Thanet. His family say he passed away peacefully yesterday evening and he's been described as a true character and a legend. Well, our business editor, Chris Britcher, joins me now. Chris, thanks ever so much for being on the podcast today. Very sad news. Firstly, tell us a bit about Frank Thorley then and how he came to run pubs in Kent. Hi, Nick. Yes, this is a very sad day for Thorley Taverns and, and Thanet for that matter. And I think many a glass will be raised in his honour. Frank Thorley snapped up his first pub, The Angel, in the City of London in 1971. That's a staggering 52 years ago. And on the back of the success of that, he added further outlets in the capital. 
But with regular family holidays taking him to Thanet, it was there he was really to make a name for himself. In 1975, he bought the Charles Dickens pub in Broadstairs and really never looked back. He moved his family to Thanet permanently two years later. And Thorley Tavern started to expand. Today, it operates close to 20 pubs across the aisle. Some listeners may be familiar with the likes of the Captain Digby and the Tartar Frigate in Broadstairs, or perhaps the Pegwell Bay Hotel, or Barnacles, which is just over the road from the Turner Contemporary in Margate. Its last London pub was sold in 2013 to allow it to focus on Thanet. And how is he being remembered? Frank was a popular and well-known figure in Thanet, and wider Kent for that matter. Certainly the tributes have been generous, with many staff who once worked with him speaking of their fond memories. The word legend has been used by many. And Chris, Thorley Taverns is still very much a family firm, isn't it? They're going to miss him a huge amount. It is, and it has been since its inception in 1971. His sons have worked alongside him, and I have little doubt they will look to continue to build on his legacy. He's one of those figures synonymous with Thanet and I think there will be a great many tributes to him in the many bars Thorley Taverns operates over the coming days. Chris, thank you ever so much and you can read tributes today by heading to Kent Online. A dad has fallen through the floor of his bathroom in Gillingham less than a year after his daughter did the same thing. The damage has left a two and a half foot wide hole and dislodged the basin and bath. If you head to Kent Online today, you can see pictures of the damage. The company that manages the property has been asked for a comment. The University for the Creative Arts have been given funding to upgrade their architecture and design facility in Canterbury. The £1 million research grant will be spent on new tech to help students address challenges including climate change. Bosses are hoping East Kent will become a hub for innovation. Morrison's has been given permission to build a new store at a garden city in North Kent. It's thought the supermarket in Ebbsfleet will provide around 100 jobs. 83 affordable homes have also been given the go-ahead along with a gym, nursery and green space. Free parking in a part of Kent after six at night is being scrapped. Traders in Faversham, Sheerness and Sittingbourne are worried it'll affect trade when they're already struggling with the cost of living crisis. Swale Borough Councillor putting up the price of parking tickets by 8% to £1.30 an hour. The changes come into effect on April the 1st. Kent Online reports. Now a pop-up cafe and pantry in Tunbridge Wells that's trying to cut food waste and tackle the cost of living crisis has been given a grant to carry on the work they do. Charlie's Angels Kitchens launched in 2021 after managing to raise money via a GoFundMe. They've been given a share of £100,000 to provide hot meals and surplus produce. Our reporter Charlotte Phillips has been chatting to founder Charlie Moore. All growth has been through donations. We rescue supermarket surplus food and we have a delivery from Fair Share. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of the food... I would say 98% of the food we use is surplus food. We buy stock and things that that don't often come through, but the rest of it is, so we play Ready Steady Cook every week when we get our delivery. Mm -hmm. Um, I've done several events and I do a regular pop-up in Rust Hall. So we started, it started with 750 pounds from GoFundMe Mm -hmm. and all of the growth has occurred through the donations. We serve food and have a stall of surplus food which is on a pay-as-you-feel basis, so that anyone who feels that they want to pay it forwards to cover the running costs for someone someone who can't afford it is able to do so, and people who can't afford it and need to access the food can do so, and no one knows, nobody knows who donates what. Um, So this money will mean a huge increase in what we're able to offer. Fair Share can bring us a second delivery. We can now run, I've already um, signed up to a second pop-up in Southborough, um, we're looking, High Broom seems to be 
the busiest community larder. Um, so that would indicate that there are more people struggling in that area. So that I aim to launch there by the end of March. Um, this will just this will mean I can duplicate equipment. I can I can probably uh, buy, buy a van. You know, I can definitely buy a power source. It, I haven't quite got my head around it because it's such a grassroots thrift organization yeah. that I've spent so long trying to trying to borrow stuff and get you know make stuff happen with no money. But now suddenly I've gone. Wow. Okay. Um, the end goal is to open as a cafe. Uh, a permanent location so that we can offer this service daily and it will be a central hub to make preparation for food for the pop-ups much easier. In the past, before before the whole grant, what kind of themes have you kind of been seeing? Obviously, cost of living crisis must have been, must be a major thing that you see impact people day to day. What kind of themes are you seeing with that? Definitely an increase. Um, mm. In the beginning, uh, our clientele were mostly people who were concerned about food waste. That's our, our baseline is to reduce food waste. So a lot of people were coming along saying, this is brilliant. We knew that supermarkets were throwing food away. We didn't know how to access it. So we've sort of formed a conduit between the food waste and the people who are concerned. And now we've got more and more people coming. Donations are dropping. People have got less spare money. I've, I, a few people have said, this means that on a Wednesday, I don't have to use my cooker. You know, they're that concerned about yeah. the energy the increase in energy prices mm-hmm. um, so more more people in work are coming making sure they get there on time I've had people dropping messages saying I'm working but please can you save me this and Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it, it is squeezing people left, right and centre. A dog found wandering the streets of Faversham with a hole behind its eye has had surgery. The Jack Russell weighed just over three and a half kilos when she was discovered near Eastling Road last month. She's been called Doris and managed to put on enough weight to have an operation. The podcast has been told Doris is recovering well. A new shop's opening in Canterbury to help people cut down on plastic. The refillery allows customers to stock up on things like pasta, shampoo and even alcohol using their own containers. It's launching on Sun Street next month. More people are being recruited to help look after a herd of bison that have been released into woodland near Canterbury. The Kent Wildlife Trust are taking on three new rangers to work in West Bleen and Thorndon Woods. Exmoor ponies, Iron Age pigs and longhorn cattle have also recently been introduced to the area to help with conservation efforts. And this is by far one of our most read stories today. Ed Sheeran has been pictured at a Kent restaurant. He took a selfie with staff at the Hing in Aylesford and they shared it on their Instagram last night. Do head to Kent Online to see it. Kent Online Sports. Tennis and Kent's Emma Rajakanu has been knocked out in the first round of the Miami Open. The 20-year-old from Orpington lost in three sets to former US Open champion Bianca Andrescu from Canada last night. It was a bad day for other British players as Andy Murray and Kyle Edmund also suffered straight set defeats in the opening round. Well, that's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. You can also get an update of the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing and to sign up to that, you just need to head to kentonline.co.uk and whilst you're on the site, you can check out our latest Eat My Words food review. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.